Francine Marconi. You may have seen him out on a Tinder date with a bald mannequin trying on wigs. Say hello to Eddie Barella. Other places too. Oh, hi. How, how do you feel about all these uh, these kids discovering these songs on on the TikTok and the social media? These are songs that were that song. Not, I mean, that was kind of popular, but it was only around for a couple of years. But it was now huge. It's, uh, and uh, Brendan Walsh, a little bit of a one hit wonder, right? Because who is that? Uh, what band isn't though? Like, I mean, you don't usually know many bands for like multiple songs. Especially. Large Zeppelin had a few. Uh, but pop punk bands, you know, from that era. Oh, oh I, I, was, I was thinking that, yeah. that Brendan Walsh used to come into my uh, show and um, would play that song acoustically. It was pretty cool. I like that guy. How many times did he do that? A few. I mean, you know, really? it was a popular song. Yeah. Every Wednesday, have him come in and play the same song. <laughs> and then, then he did a country That's version. Good. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, <laughs> baby. Uh, can we get him on the horn right now? To I'm do on it? the blower. <laughs> get him <laughs> on the blower. Yeah. Can you? Could you imagine though if we we did these songs and then we they turn them into uh, like country songs? Like her boyfriend's a jerk. He brings gum to school and he's off the work and makes his boss a fool and he doesn't know I'm on the radio singing my songs still on i'm sorry oh yeah i get, I get no, lost great <laughs> now, were, i'm were you just doing a teenage dirtbag baby <laughs> i mean it's a great song and it's fun because the on tiktok now so people are, are getting uh, pictures of them themselves when they're teenagers then it mm -hmm. splices to now i saw one i want one for yeah. your uh your you eddie owns a company and it's called yeah, adobe. it's called uh tiktok it's called oh. adobe and they did yeah. one and they flashed yeah. up a bunch of uh, pictures of all the employees of Adobe. And yeah. Eddie Barella's teenage picture was there. I need to take a screenshot of that. Yeah, yeah sure, please. You Ooh, looked like yeah. you were wearing, you know, you looked like you had a button-up shirt like a like, like a that was my senior photo you know uh -huh. like i think i look like a complete slob in every single photo but you know for the <laughs> senior photo my mom's like you have to get a haircut you shaved you have your to neck put on a nice shirt <laughs> yeah you have to you have to tweeze the hairs coming out of your molds on your neck <laughs> and get out there what a beautiful picture and be a presentable young man uh, I you did look. You did look presentable. You look like you were being told what to do. I think your hands are in a position. Yeah, and I remember. I actually remember feeling very awkward and thinking, "This is not natural. I would never put my hands underneath my chin like this. <laughs> uh, never. Like this is a horrible pose." Well, like, I, I was a teenage dirtbag in radio. I was already in radio as a teenage dirtbag, 
And my yeah. experience was the station photographs, the promo photos, the glossies, the eight by tens that you'd pass out. Yeah. You're supposed to autograph as a DJ. And uh, I went to this guy, this photograph guy, the, the, the station was paying, the photographer. And he, 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 I was Kid Marconi. He handed me this blow-up crayon, a Crayola, a blow-up Crayola. And I was supposed yeah. to, like, straddle it or something. I don't know what I was doing. But anyway, mm. he had me, like, hugging the crayon because Kid, you know, Marconi. And I'm, like, laying on my side. And I think this guy was one of those, maybe, maybe he was grooming. I don't know what was going on, but I think he was into me. Because he had me doing some <laughs> stuff that I don't uh, think was right. I just kind of blew it up. But the, yeah. the, but the pictures turned out okay. They were able to crop out the the crayon, I think. But uh, I mean, a lot of people have these high school pictures. I have these. I was in professional radio as a child. <laughs> right. Teenage dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, you were like a child star. Yeah, that's like, you're right, like Danny Bonaducci, a child idiot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, by the way, Eddie, you know, I'm always excited. Oh, you are. Yes. When we get to talk, when we get to talk about our merchandise. Look at this merchandise. We, we rarely get to talk about our merchandise too. It seems. Uh, well, know? at least once per episode, I think, you know, we, uh, we, it's like, not enough. Can we just do a whole show where we just talk about the merch? Can it be like QVC? QVCMK. I will call it that. I love our merch. I think that, uh, you know, people are enjoying it. Uh, the fanny packs are back in stock. We've said that. And uh, oh, good. We, we like to talk about, I really, I'm, the only thing I'm disappointed about is that the bibs say baby bib. And I don't believe that bibs yeah. should be relegated to just baby sizes. And I, I want to, I want an adult size bib. It's well, a, I mean, so I'm looking at the, the product dimensions mm, and it mm. does only come in one size. Unfortunately, I was hoping like maybe there was something for fat babies and small men. <laughs> Small man, <laughs> so that I could, so that I could wear it. Yeah, you know? I mean, so I think I think a fat baby and I would share probably roughly the same t-shirt size. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research because this is just like what you do. You go on the internet. Yeah. You want you want to make some merch, right? You have a logo. You go to a website that you can sell stuff through, and we decided we chose yeah. this one, and they, they happen to have bibs. I'm gonna find. I'm going to find a, an adult bib site where I can just, where we can sell adult sized bibs. I think that would be our solution. The market is demanding it. And if we're not in this business, we're, we're, we're not capitalizing. We're not Americans. We right. have to do it. Right. Exactly. So for now, we don't have the adult sized bibs. We do have hats and, you know, camping goblets and all that kind of stuff. Go check oh, out yeah. moodkillersmerch.com. Eddie, what do you miss the most from your childhood? You know, I miss not having a job. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I, I miss oh. not paying bills, you know? like, and like uh, Yeah. Or, and I, I miss nobody talking about being gluten-free or uh, not eating yeah, sugar yeah, yeah. or how their lives are great because they started keto. You know, I, I miss that kind of stuff because when I was a kid, yeah. nobody was talking about that. Um, and you know what I really do miss too is like having the uh, having a lot of friends at that time. It's before you know your friends 
they they pair up and then they ha- they start squirting out kids and all that and then getting married. Before that happened, like you have like just friends that you can rely on that are your peers. That was always cool. As an adult, it's very hard to make friends. So I do miss how easy it was. I can only remember I would play outside until the street lights came on, you know, like that was the cue to come inside. That was dinner time. Yeah. And it was the best. We had our bikes and we would do these jumps on the... Now, we would have these oh, bikes, yeah. and uh, I had a bike that was uh, cobbled together by parts of other bikes. You know, my family wasn't uh, rich, but my uh, stepfather, number two, Todd, put together a bike for me, spray-painted like a uh, a bike that would normally have a banana seat. He put a, a, a dirt bike seat on it and um, the handlebars, and I was ready to jump. Like, you know, I'd, I'd seen my friends do on their mongoose bikes and their expensive dirt bikes. So we put these ramps out on the sidewalk, and all my friends were getting into it. They were and jumping and flying down the road. Well, I get on my bike. It's all wobbly, and the handlebars aren't uh, connected. And I got on there, and I went over the jump, and I landed on my side and scraped my leg halfway down the side. Like, I slid like four or five feet. I swear to God, this would be emergency room. Were you wearing jeans or just uh, no, shorts? Just, I was just wearing like, you know, thigh high shorts. Right. <laughs> so my, my, uh, my milky white calves and my uh, thighs were exposed. So all the way down, my leg was just scraped raw and oh, no. uh, I was bleeding, could barely walk home. I lived across the street, couldn't walk across the street. They had to help me over. Like, you know, a person in sports trying to get off the field when they're injured. Yeah. And you know, yeah. my mom just said, you know, get in the bathtub. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> now, but now it would be, you know, emergency room only. You wouldn't have a chance to like walk. Oh, it no. Off. Yeah. Most parents these days would immediately rush their kids to the emergency room and it would be a huge, huge deal, you know, but there was a, it seems like there's a different attitude back then when it came to children being injured. It was like, do you see the bone? Is the bone there? No bone? Okay. Well, then uh, just walk it off. We weren't special. Nobody cared about us. They didn't take pictures of us. Maybe occasionally, but it wasn't like every second like kids now. Like kids now have a photo album that would probably equivocate to a lifetime of my photos in like one week of their life. Oh, yeah. You know? Which is like really frightening, too, because I can only imagine all the photos that are being taken now that all these kids are going to be very embarrassed to see later. They think because also they feel very important because they're all uh, photographed and it's all recorded, you know, and uh, well, yeah, yeah. And and there's going to be a lot of cringe in there because I've found old photos from high school and stuff, you know, they're developed or even at the beginning of digital cameras, (laughs) I found stuff, you know, and it's just like very embarrassing and weird. Everybody's doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when uh, when kids get their hands on the disposable cameras or back in the day, like, yeah, they'd be taking photos that they should not be taking. I mean, I can only only imagine what's happening now. And it's got to be frightening. I really think we're lucky that they didn't have phones back then that could take all these pictures and they could only, you know, you had to think about what you were taking. Oh, I'm, I'm cause you had like a, a disposable or digital camera yeah. that only had so much like, space I have on tw- it. I have 25 photos to take. So I gotta be careful here. <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta pick and choose. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and believe me, nobody was choosing to take a photo of me. We're talking about things that we missed the most about our childhood. Eddie and I both agree having a job or not paying bills 
is one. I, I miss riding my big wheel to important meetings, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or dressing like a clown. I would, when I would go, and oh, this is the best, going to your grandparents' house during the summer. And uh, I would just, you know, goof around and I would dress up like a clown and walk down the street or ride my big wheel and wave at people as they drove by. It was uh, right. without being creepy. You know, that was a kid. It was cute. Now you do that. Right. You're a creep. So that, that's another thing, too, is just getting excited to see grandma. And uh, that <laughs> oh, was always yeah. really cool. It's a great kid. You're like, you're like, yes, I, I get to go to grandma's house. And now as an adult, I see an elderly person and I, I walk the other direction. And also, we encourage people to uh, chime in anytime when you're on the listening to the show. 833 Hi, it's me. 360 says what they miss most about childhood is uh, someone else paying for snacks. <laughs> I mean, somebody else paying for, and, and not only that, they're auto, automatically in the house. If you have cool parents growing up, my family didn't have a lot of snacks around cause no. they were, you know, expensive right. and didn't have a lot of money. So it would be very rare. You know, they were rationed out at my house. Yeah. 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 We yeah, get a box of ice cream sandwiches. You could, yeah, you can only, you, you're not, you're only having one of those and then they're going to be gone and you don't get a chance to have more fruit snacks or ice cream sandwiches or crackers for the next three months. And it was a big debate. If you, yeah. you went over the budget, like if you ate two, there was a yeah. hunt down for who had that sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> so uh, let's see. 503 says free inside with air conditioning. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. free inside of there because then you didn't think about like whoa my bill's gonna be really high I better turn that air conditioning off and you had it oh you yeah know. but that's dangerous because if you forget to put it back uh, you're gonna you're gonna hear it but now as an adult though here's a, a pleasure you can't have as a kid is like anytime I go to a hotel room I immediately turn the AC down to like sixty one degrees in a hotel yeah oh because I don't because I. Oh, because you, you know, don't have to pay like, for or it. an Airbnb or whatever, you know. Yeah. I immediately turn that down. That makes sense, though, when you think about it. An Airbnb, you're paying a, a, a probably higher than most, you know, like a rent would be, but you basically are getting free electricity. So, uh, you know, you, you might don't have as well to use it. It's a set price, so you know what you're paying already. Yeah. So no but you know, a lot of Airbnbs, though, they now have uh, this thing and no. uh, a little sign next to the thermostat oh. says, don't go below so-and-so oh. temperature. And then when you leave, you got to turn it up to 77. You know? oh. It's like, ah, come on. There's no fun as an adult anymore. I know. They're taking all the fun. Oh, 541 says the thing they miss most about their childhood is naps were expected. <laughs> because oh, yeah, yeah. you know like now uh, you, you know if you're lucky enough you can uh figure it out and work from home or whatever and take a nap when you need to but not everyone has that luxury but then when right. you're a kid there was nap time you know the, the yeah, yeah forced nap time yeah <laughs> yes uh, uh 773 says every meal was prepared and all the decisions were made, and the biggest thing you had to decide was whether to eat ice cream or cookies for dessert. Yeah, I still have that though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I what mean, about blanket forts? Yeah. Remember blanket forts? Did you have those? Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. You know, I mentioned uh, going to grandparents for the summer. That that was the best. The blanket forts, though. Um, you know. That's not fun as an adult, <laughs> for some reason to me. Why? I uh, well, 
Uh, I was dating a girl a few years ago, and you know, she's like, uh, "We should make a blanket fort in the living room." And, and I just like looked at her like she was nuts. I'm like, "Are, are you kidding me?" I, uh, as it sounds like a lot of work, we got to go to the linen closet and grab some sheets and like hang them up. Then what are we gonna do under there? I'm like, I was like, no. Maybe yeah, she that, was. No. Well, maybe she was trying to like find different ways to you know have fun with you. I, well, I'm I am terrible at picking up on signals, so that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, look at that! I just opened up our email address, and a lot of questions are coming in. The Mood Killers at AOL.com. Shall we see if we can't help out some of our listeners, Marconi? People uh, like to ask for our advice. Yeah, I always love this segment. Go ask. Mood Killers. <laughs> It sounds like Moon we're killers, like superheroes, yes. like we're going to be caped <laughs> and we're going to be flying around. There's little Johnny down there. Let's go try to help him out. Right. And, uh, you know, as always, I mean, I guess I should say, based on the history of <clears throat> questions, excuse me, based on the history of questions that come in to the show, uh, not giving us all the the information or giving us an incomplete sentence as far as your question goes <laughs> is expected and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah i'm always confused by people like that's why i have to stay off social media because i right. don't always understand what people are trying to say because they're like, like grunting uh, yeah yeah this this question here is just there's not enough information but it uh, here it is mood killers my dad is forcing me to live in asia what should I do? Go go there? I don't know. I mean, if yeah. he's forcing I mean, you, what's wrong not, with it? Might, might not have a choice. It, maybe it's not the worst idea. You know, like, what do you, what do you got know. going here that's so great? I don't know. Sometimes I look around here, and I'm like, Asia sounds pretty damn good. I, I get out of here. Because, yeah, I think your dad's going to want to join you. If you're a kid and you get a chance to live in another country, do it. I mean, that seems pretty awesome, you know? Yeah. People always yeah. cry, I leave my friends. You're not going to... Listen, oh, there's a, there's a little bit more information here. Oh. It says I am 46 years old. <laughs> like, was a, you missed that on the first email? I missed you, that. Yeah. Whoops. That? <laughs> Whoops. Oopsies. Oh, yeah. Well. Mood killers. Mood killers. My sister gave someone my MacBook for free while I was at work. Do I call the cops? <laughs> yes. Or, <laughs> or you tell her to, how much it costs to replace it and uh, demand that she replace it. There you go. I mean, you know. Or when she's at work, you can rifle through her things. because <laughs> Get it, Even it out. Or, right. Yeah, what find she something have? of hers that will be easy to sell on the internet and make up the money that you'll need to replace your MacBook. That's a... Uh, Right. It's so weird. You know, I look at those MacBooks and I, I always want a new one or, a, you know, a different computer. And they always find ways to uh, figure out how to make it so astronomical that you're like, I'll just wait. Because if it's not, oh, this yeah. this price is like, you know, it's $800. You're like, it's got to be garbage. And you look and there's there's no gigabytes of RAM. It's like, no, there shouldn't even be below 16 gigs of RAM available to anyone. Why, why do they make computers that are going to just frustrate the crap out of you? Because they you know, can sell it, I, I guess, you know. It's, it, and, it, and what does it cost for them to add that RAM reality-wise? Not anything. It's it's RAM. So 
Like when they, when they, when they, <laughs> Ram is free. Come on. <laughs> That's right. When they Everybody have, knows that. When you're like 16 gigs, 32 gigs, whatever, it just seems like at this point, can't we just have computers where we're not having to make a thousand choices? Like, well, what's the, uh, what's the operating system? Does it have at least I7 or a uh, greater because it can't run this uh, operating system? Well, I don't want to make that decision. It should just be automatically, uh, whatever is the latest thing, it should be able to update on any machine and stop with this. You have to put in a new hardware. Uh, it should all be like, you should be able to download anything you want uh, without, without knowing anything about computers at this point. Well, I hope that answered your question. It <laughs> 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 didn't go off on a tangent at all. Ask. All right, we are opening up the mailbag. I like to call it that, even though, you know, it's just an email account. We have an AOL email address because we thought it was funny, moodkillers at AOL.com. But it confuses me because, like, I'm a branding guy. And when somebody says, this is Ask Moodkillers, we're opening up a mailbag. I think, is this the Moodkillers mailbag or is this Ask Moodkillers? Is that what's the name of it? Uh, it's ask mood killers, but in order to ask us something, I have to reach into the mailbag. No, you don't. You don't have to reach into any mailbag. It's an email address. Well, why did I have all these emails printed then? I, I put them all in a pillowcase. You have a weird process. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. I print all the emails, put them in a pillowcase, and then put them next to me during the show. You don't even have a real mailbag. You just have a pillowcase. It's like, <laughs> like That's right. I pull out the pillowcase. What, do you do? what yeah. are you talking about? Mailbag. I, it, it makes me feel official. Oh, uh, what right. can I say? Well, from like what, David Letterman yeah. answering uh, <laughs> letters from the 90s or something like that? Yeah. I feel like people are sending me stamped envelopes <laughs> with actual handwritten letters this way. It just, it just feels comforting. I see. And, 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 and to go one step further, I do take these emails and then transcribe them into my own handwriting <laughs> oh, on a yellow legal pad. No, just so I, it looks wow. like... A little more uh, personal. It just sounds yeah. like you're you're making the process much more than it needs to be. <laughs> oh well, maybe I need more to do around here. I don't know. Uh, mood killers. My girlfriend insulted my dad's job, and I just can't look at her the same. How would you handle this situation? Well, it depends on what your dad does. Maybe he does deserve some insulting. Maybe it's a horrible job. Yeah, maybe. I can't think. I can't think of a job that really is that embarrassing. Because to me, if you're out there working, yeah. and you're, you're. I don't care if you're a trash man. I don't care if uh, you're. I, I don't know. A nurse. If I've or learned a doctor, anything about you're, life. You're, yeah, if you're contributing to society in any way and trying to make a living and you know paying your rent. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. You you are a champion. There's so many people out there who do not contribute to society, and if uh, your boyfriend's or your, your, your girlfriend is making fun of your dad's job, probably break up with her because she sounds yeah. like a piece of crap. Well, yeah, she might I, not I be a like piece that. of that's crap. She case. may have uh, been mis- misled by her family. Like maybe well, they're snooty right. and that's what she grew up with, you know. She's not a piece of crap. She's more of a chunk of vomit. You're right. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, there. Ask. Mood killers. Email us anytime, any question, any hour of the day, and we will get to... We actually have gotten to every single question that uh, comes through. Uh, Just a couple more here. Uh, Mood killers, how do I learn to forgive myself when I make a mistake instead of beating myself up over it? Are you sure this isn't one from you? 
<laughs> oh, I was, yeah, I actually wanted to see what kind of and advice we could give you. And you can slip one in. Just hey, to get a freebie. In, <laughs> slip one in for free for myself. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking a little dollar out of the company till here, if you don't mind. Well, I don't, yeah. I would say to this person, your friend, Eddie. <laughs> My uh, friend. Uh, that uh, you're probably uh, a little too hard on yourself, and you should understand that Everyone makes mistakes, and all you can do is learn from them and try to improve. You know, okay, well. Tell your friend I, I that. that, that <laughs> I, okay, did that answer your uh, question, friend? My friend is texting me and saying, no, that's a load of crap. But, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, so it's not <laughs> because good enough. I, the because preview my wasn't friend, good enough. Listen, if my you friend want- <laughs> tried that, it didn't work. <laughs> tried learning from their mistakes and did nothing. Eddie, I'm very excited. An opportunity has presented itself, and I don't normally get excited when things happen to celebrities or about celebrities, but uh, Alex Bladell, a.k.a. Rory Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls, after eight years, no, I'm sorry, yeah, eight years, she filed for divorce against okay. uh, Vincent Carthiser, a.k.a. Pete Campbell from <laughs> Mad Men. And she oh, is Pete uh, once again single. Okay. And I mean, you know, I don't know if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, but she, uh, I've always had, you know, that uh, kind of a crush who, on who Alex. Is, what's her name again? Alex, Alex Bladell. Uh, Alex Bladell. Okay. She's also in here. Handmaid's Tale. And uh, she was on Mad Men. She oh, played. I see. Yeah. Pete would go to this uh, woman's house and she was. Uh, some some con man, some uh, I don't know, like a insurance salesman's wife, and he made oh, friends I with her. And she then, wasn't and one of the Mad Men. She was on Mad Men, and then Pete went to she, this guy. Okay. He would he met up with the sale uh, insurance salesman. He would ride the train. It was when he was uh, before he was learning to drive and stuff. And so he was on the train, and he made friends with this guy. And in order to make the sale, the guy's like, oh, "Come over to my house. My wife will make you dinner." You know, it was one of those. Times when you never told the wife that somebody was coming over, they just showed up with a guy, and he showed up right. with. This, I think uh, I remember this episode with Pete yeah. Campbell and Alex Bladell, aka a- a- Rory Gilmore, was this guy's wife, which in real life was actor that played Pete Campbell, Vincent Carthaser. It was his real wife, and uh, she became his uh, side girl or whatever you want to call it, and. Um, right. They had like this fling and it was hot because this is adult Alex Bladell, this girl you had a crush on when you were a kid. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. She's half naked on this Mad Men show. Yeah. And uh, she she got crazy on the Mad Men. And uh, she was also uh, in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. (laughs) You remember that. And somehow they got her for the sequel. Don't (laughs) ask me how, but uh, she agreed. But I guess but, uh, yeah. she's uh, I, she's she's getting a divorce, and now she's free, which okay. means nothing to me. I mean, when a celebrity that you have a crush on gets a divorce, it means absolutely nothing to you. Well, but, here's the here's the question I have: Do you think she's going to have to pay more in alimony, or Pete Campbell? Because yeah. I haven't seen him in anything since then. Also, I'm on her IMDb. She is confirmed for Sister of the Traveling Pants Part Three. <laughs> she really is. Wow. She is. Yeah, that's going to happen. And then she, and she's on another bucks. season of Handmaid's Tale, I think, too. So she's in there. She's on a bunch of bunch of shows. She's getting work. 
So yeah, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. I mean, come on, she probably made a ton of money there. How much is Pete Campbell worth? I wonder. Uh, not a lot. I mean, you know. <laughs> now, so I guess you know I, they do have a baby. So that would be one thing you'd have to consider is if you get involved with her, then you'd have to, uh, you know, if it became serious, you'd have to, you know, be part of that kid's life, I guess. And then you'd have to see right. Pete Campbell, which I, <laughs> it, it would be hard for me to separate Pete Campbell from the actor. You know what I mean? The, uh, the, the character from the actor. And I'd always be mad at Pete Campbell because he was a real jerk. So, well, okay. Who do you think has a, a higher net worth? I've looked up both celebrity okay. net worth for Vincent. Is it, how do you say his last name? Sure. Car Kleiser, Car Pete Carthers. Campbell <laughs> and uh, Alexis Bledel or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bledel. And who do you think has a uh, higher net worth? I have well, them both here. Because of the way the world is, a lot of times men will get paid more for doing the same thing. And uh, maybe he's a business investor and maybe he had money before it went in. So I'm going to say Pete Campbell is worth more than Alex Bledel, Alexis Bledel. Well, here's, here's what I find to be interesting. It's going to be a very messy divorce for these two. They have the exact same net worth. Oh, so I'm, I'm guessing that they share a bank account. Uh, yeah. So probably what do you think they're... <laughs> yeah, split it right down the middle and the kid too. Right. <laughs> right. So what do you think their combined net worth is? Uh, I'm going to say at least 25 million. Ooh, 6 million. Oh, <laughs> 6 million. <laughs> well, still, it's, it's more millions than I have. <laughs> right. So, like, oh, you're now, not rich by enough. the way, I'm excited about this, but now all I have to do is wait out the Kristen Bell Dax Shepard marriage. Oh, that shouldn't take long. That guy's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. They don't seem to get along at all. Eddie, here's some, I, people always ask what shows to watch. And I always have an idea of uh, what to watch because I'm watching them. I watch everything. I, I, I disgust myself at how much I get into these shows. Right now, I'm currently watching Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Again, I don't, the, the typical man is not me. I'm not, I'm not watching. I, mean, I, I have no idea like what that show is. is I, uh, it, uh, I don't know. You didn't watch the original Pretty Little Liars? Oh, so it's like a sequel <laughs> series or is it a prequel? It's, Where it's are like we in the side, Pretty Little Liars? It's a side, side version. It's a new uh, show, but it's like uh, under the umbrella of Pretty Little Liars. So it's like a <laughs> Law and Order type situation going <laughs> yeah, on there. Sure. With Pretty Little they're Liars. They're going to have like SVU. <laughs> right. Pretty Little Liars, Miami. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but uh, this one's really good. I enjoy it. It's kind of a, it's kind of a creep show. It's got a like a, it's kind of you know scary. It's got a real yeah. weird uh, murderer. So it's got a murder mystery aspect, like I like, like my show Riverdale, which uh, is over now. The uh, season six is finished. They got one more season. I highly recommend uh, watching season six. It's the only one that's not on <laughs> Netflix right now. But oh no! So I had to bleed into Pretty Little Liars after getting through Riverdale. I was uh, bummed out, and it's kind of a uh, satisfying because it's another high school situation drama, and uh, there's a lot that goes on. So I, I recommend Pretty Little Liars: Original Sin. I believe that's on HBO Max. And then, okay, uh, is it TVMA? <laughs> sure. I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, uh, is there like nudity and cursing? Or is it, uh, yeah, mate. I can't. I don't even notice. You know, if there was nudity, I would probably notice. But I don't think there's nudity. Oh yeah, it looks like TVMA. Oh, okay, uh, they still have okay. those ratings even on streaming and stuff. 
I guess. Maybe it's on. Oh, is, uh, is this show on TV too? I don't even know. <laughs> it's on. It's uh, it's on. I think it's on streaming service or something on oh, okay. HBO Max. It looks like. Okay. Uh, so violence and gore. Uh, <laughs> somebody's throat gets slit. I guess. Uh, sure. There's lots of cursing. Yeah. I just want to warn the parents before we put this on. Yeah. There's a. There's, uh, a- there's frightening, intense scenes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Underage so, drinking at parties can't have that. So that's a that's one of the shows I watch, and then another one. It's actually really good, and it's not, you know, it's not like a, a show that I would laugh at. It's called Paper Girls, and it's based off of a uh, comic series that a lot of people thought was, oh, this is another show that's trying to be Stranger Things, but the comic book was written way before Stranger Things, and they were uh, working on this for a long time. It's an adaptation of this comic book series, and it's really good. It's all on uh, now, Am- is Amazon it rated Prime. TVMA? Maybe I don't know. Again, I I, I need hardcore nudity. Well, there is and... a there is time travel involved, so there's that, and it's uh, pretty close. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. I mean, it has a lot of the thing I like about it is there's a lot of uh, current day like the person that's traveling is a kid, like a, like they're 12 years old. And there's oh. a group of the paper girls. They're traveling, and then they travel through time, and they meet themselves as adults, which I think is kind of a fun concept. And so that's okay. that happens, and uh, it's a, it's a, there's a lot going on. But I recommend Paper Girls. And it is TVMA, by the way. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I like it's you're obsessed adults. with it, if it's TVMA uh, or not. There's um, lots of profanity, including the f word regularly, according to this here. <laughs> The F word regularly. The F word regularly. <laughs> Moon Killers.